Welcome back, guys and gals. This is Christopher Carter. Uh, today we're going to conclude a part one of our Warrior Discipleship series called War in the Heavenlies with episode number three. Strap in and hold on, because here we go. One of my questions has been, God, why did you put us down here when the devil was here? Or was it the other way around? I know this, this war in heaven occurred before apparently the universe was created. I believe it's in Ezekiel. Some of y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. Where it is witnessed that Satan was cast down to the earth. That's a difficult thing. Until you read some of the other verses in the Bible. Where it says God has created the just and the unjust. He causes his reign to fall on the just and the unjust. God even referred to Nebuchadnezzar as his servant. There are a number of places, the scriptures like that, which basically tells me, guys, he's God, and he can do anything he wants, and all of the reasons for it, we're not ever going to figure out. Not down here. Not for now. And that's okay. Because my orders are specific to my gift and calling and time and place, as are yours and everyone else's. And if we follow our orders... The commander-in-chief is choreographing the entire war for victory. And we will get there. <laughs> Trust me on this. And I like to think of those gates as those, you know, 1455 or 1125 gates of oak. And, and I like to see, I like to have this vision of the church coming at these gates with these giant, you know, Lord of the Rings <laughs> size trees just battering those things down and inside those gates are those demons and the devil and they're terrified of us because we have on the breastplate of righteousness and the sword of the spirit the helmet of salvation and our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace and we are coming for you man we are coming for you does this start to sound familiar when you read the newspaper or you read the, the news websites? If you have ears to hear. The gates of hell shall not prevail against us. What are we doing? And do we understand the nature of the war? And are we about it? When you look at the early church, you see them engaged in the war. You see their tactics, and you see their weapons. Our weapon is God's word coming out of our mouth by faith and conviction. Our weapon is the members of our literal bodies acting on those words by the faith and conviction of our hearts because we've been transformed by the renewing of our mind, we are unstoppable. And so boot camp is about having your character dealt with. 
boot camp is imbibing the understanding that the kingdom of God is not meat or drink. It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And getting this idea out of our heads that it's primarily about down here. Now, don't get me wrong. Down here totally matters. You know, one reason I know that? He wouldn't have created it if it didn't. It does matter, but it has a divine order to its importance. It's being revelated with that, understanding that, and accepting it into your life by faith that's part of your boot camp. I'm, I am a living witness that when you make connection with your divine, your divine purpose, it's like a pipeline with a series of valves in it. I'm an electromechanical engineer, so just bear with me. <laughs> and suddenly all the valves open up full blast, and there is no impediments to that conduit. And whatever that conduit is conducting, that fluid, oil, anointing, whatever it is, can flow freely from point A to point B. When you, when you embrace, when you discover... Let me tell you, sometimes it takes years. It did for this, this guy. And you make that divine connection with God's purpose and will for your life. And you, you stay in, in boot camp and don't go AWOL. When he's done with you, look out, world. Look out. There are numerous places, numerous places in the scripture, numerous places where references to battles and references to wars are made. Nothing about that has changed. And our nuclear option, our nuclear weapon, is the unconditional love of Christ. The never-changing, always-present, always-consistent, completely predictable, unconditional love of God in Christ. Now, for this guy talking to you right now, it took me years to figure out, and the Lord would rehearse this with me all the time, And recently gave me a verse out of Revelation. He quickened a verse to me. Revelation 10, 11. You must prophesy again concerning many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. It took me 20 years to get to the point where I could hear that for what it meant up here. I have had such a desire, such a desire to see a revival in this nation, in this country. And don't 
don't hear this the wrong way. Don't, don't think ill of me when I see the turmoil and the division in this country. I know that revival is closer. I've been praying for it since my youth. A revival such as three generations of Americans have never personally witnessed. I'm telling you, it's coming. It's coming. Say, Chris, how do you know that? I'm called to deliver a message. Not to change people. That's God's job. I'm called to deliver a message. Those are my orders. And I've been given the implements to do it. And so we need to be, first of all, understanding those of you, now not everyone has these, this blend of callings and appointings and anointings, but the Lord knows whom he has called and whom he has gifted, and he will tweak your ear, he will tune your ear this way. But in the final analysis, we're all part of his army. Some of us are gifts of mercy and helps, healing. Some of us are prophecy and some of us are fivefold. But no member is greater or less than another member. Right? It's one body. And I'm one of those guys that does not believe in the professional ministry versus the lay ministry. It's, I was raised in that and never could quite get my head wrapped around it. And in recent years, we've, the group of guys and gals that I walk with, we've, the Lord's finally helped us with that. We understand that's not the case. Thank God that's not the case. So, the war in the heavenlies continues. We look and we see what's going on in our country. In my life, my adult life and my generation, we've seen the kind of repugnant behavior and sins that were once kept in the shadows are now paraded through the Supreme Court. They're paraded through the streets. We've got abortion in America that persists, but not for long. Its days are numbered. And say, Chris, how can you say that? Because it is a violation of God's word, and he will not stand for it forever. He won't. I want to be on the front lines. I want to be playing offense. And I want to be leading charges. I'm like that guy in, you know, Braveheart. <laughs> I want to be one of those guys running down the field, screaming. <laughs> Whoa! You know what I'm saying? 
I'm one of those guys. Well, that concludes part one of our Warrior Discipleship series, War in the Heavenlies. We're going to continue with the series in part two called God Kind, Angel Kind, Mankind. It's on a separate podcast, but you don't want to miss it. Hello, everybody. This is Christopher Carter. I would like to tell you about my latest book release entitled No God, No Self, No Others. That's no spelled K-N-O-W. This is a book of truisms or maxims that I began writing in the early 90s when I would be out on a prayer walk or during my times of personal devotion, and I was trying to solve a problem or to make a particular decision. For example, to face challenges in life is human. It's how we deal with them that makes us who we are. Or, youth always expires and wisdom never expires. It's a great devotional book. The chapters are very short. You can open up pretty much anywhere and just read the maxim and then read the commentary. I believe it will help you in your devotional. It's available in Kindle, paperback, and hardcover on Amazon.com. You can find out more at my website at www.ChristopherLynnCarter.com.